the things, I kept feeling like we were about to enter into a really joy-filled season of breakthrough, of gladness, of laughter, like Psalm 126, that is going to mark the holidays as holy days, holy days of feasts and joy and laughter. One of the things we're going to do is, I think it's the 14th of December. That's what we're going to have our Christmas party, the big church Christmas party. We'll have, we're going to open the, the cafe, so it's just like a big room to mill around and hold and eat food and drink and celebrate one another and talk. And then we're going to cut, we're moving, we'll probably have some of the, the what's going to happen in the cafe and a lot of it happening in the sanctuary. We're going to open up portals that have been being opened up through the path a prayer and through the living and before the Lord. We'll put a portal for the prodigals right here where we pray every Wednesday and there will be impartation. We're going to get a treasure chest like we've done in the years past. Put money in it. People bring gifts and anyone can pull out of it whatever they need. So there's just a transferring of, of blessing. That's growing because now people are wanting to bring gifts that they would like themselves of value to place for someone else to take. And so that's, everything's growing. We uh, remember a couple weeks ago, we did the uh, handkerchiefs with the impartation because out of Paul, from Paul's body went special miracles, and special means unusual, and the miracle means power, and there's power in every one of us. It's the dunamis. So we did that, and the next thing you know, um, Helen came to me uh, and said, I, we've got to do this. Um, I want to do this. What do I do? I get I'll bring handkerchiefs. So I said, bring them today. And when you bring them, then we'll keep them in the presence before the Lord. And then you can take them and use them. And same thing with Larry Hicks said, I want to get more tracks so people can have something to put in people's hands about the, the gospel. So that keeps multiplying. So uh, kind of a storyline. I walk, we're in here at between the two and the 12 and the two watch. And it was really, really very strong. I want to come back to that. But I shared with the, the, everybody there, and there was about 13, 14 people. And I said, well, I believe, I feel like God's saying, I want to, yeah, he wants me to lay hands on people, with, anoint them with oil for this next season. He wants to tangibly equip. And I, I want to do that. So all of a sudden, a few minutes later, one of our watchers, stood up and said, I don't want to, if I have permission to speak, let me, can I share? And I said, of course. She said, I brought my anointing oil today. I was, I don't usually carry it with me, but I felt the nudge of the spirit to take the anointing oil. And if, if you would have, if there would be permission, I'd like to pour the oil on your hands. And Diana Anderson, Pastor Diana would be back behind you in prayer. So I'm going, okay, here we go. And we had just been opening up visions that were coming. They were real and beautiful visions of fulfillment and culmination and, and, and breakthrough. Anyway, she was more than generous with the anointing oil. It wasn't a little dab will do you. She poured it on my hands. And, and then I'm trying to, you know, <clears throat> keep it in all of my hands so it's not dripping, and it is dripping on the floor. And so I knew I wanted to anoint everybody in the room then. I was just trying to get the anointing all off. And, and, I, and we did do that. And then I'm, I've got a memorial service in 15 minutes that was going to be conducted on Zoom 
for uh, Nancy Dolan, who is a member of our church for 10 years and tremendous intercessor. Anyway, so I'm looking, I put it, you know, I've still got so much, and I, I believe when something's like that happening, I try to really honor the tangibleness of the touch. I don't try to just, I mean, it's not like I get religious about it, but I felt like, okay, what do I do with all this oil? I don't want to just go wash my hands. Uh, so I walk into my office, and there in a little basket, <clears throat> Helen Varela has put in her handkerchiefs. So I go, well, that's a great place to put the anointing oil. So I took each handkerchief and started getting my hands, taking the oil off of my hands into, onto the handkerchief. And literally, by the time I got done with the last one, my hands were, my hands were free. And so I brought them back out and I said, here we are, guys. Here's the next batch of the anointed handkerchiefs. And so we're going to be stepping into these kinds of unusual miracles. And if God gives you faith for something, then step out on that, and we'll follow, we'll put our faith along with your faith. And it's, it's, so with this gathering on the 14th of December, we're asking the prayer watches, because I believe what you, are, we are becoming as a people who watch and pray with the Lord is the fulfillment of the promises in, in Revelation, which we'll look at. So we're going to ask the watches, what's the Lord saying? How does he want to release his, his blessing into the house? How does he, we want to just give away all of the gifts of the Spirit. We want to open up all of the doors, prophecy, uh, miracles, uh, the nations. We want to just do, we've done this before, and it's not something I just do every time I think about it, but this is, this time I really, Lord said, no sing-alongs, it's not necessary. We'll worship, of course. We'll prophesy to those who can't be present. You online, you will have a team up here just to minister to you. So we're going to do, it's just going to be a really, uh, hopefully big, messy Christmas gift-giving joy-filled celebration, which will be cool because this year we got double blessings. Christmas Eve is on a Saturday. Christmas morning is on a Sunday. We're going to get together both the times. You know, if you can't, you can do whichever, but we're doing both. And then New Year's Day, we start in church on a Sunday. How sad. So, so it's, it's like you can feel the momentum. Every time I turn, there's a momentum increase. So if you'll allow me to read these scriptures before I anoint with oil, and then whatever time we have left, we will continue inside some of our small groups. Plus, those of you online, and those, I, I, the oil was dropped in my spirit this morning in prayer before I got to church. And I had hoped to send out an email to let everybody know, but I didn't have time. And the memorial service was really cool. We had 37 people from all over the country, families, and Nancy, because she was such a fervent believer, had made clear that she wanted the gospel shared with every one of them. So I had this chance to just share the gospel. How to be saved? What does it mean to be a believer? How do you follow the Lord? What is? And we just prayed together, and she had a word that she had written down before she passed, because she had been in for a quadruple uh, bypass, and it had been successful, but in recovery, she, she passed and into heaven, into glory, into the presence of God. So she's happy. But, but it, it was just a moving, movement time. So as watchmen, what is a watchman doing? We are in, I believe, the Wednesday prayer into the service 
is probably closest in keeping with, with, the, with, the, with the early church gatherings because they were primarily already temple worshipers. They were ready. They came to minister to the Lord and hear from the Lord and then advance with the Lord. So when we come and pray, we are submitting to someone greater than ourselves. And we're not praying petitions and we're not praying even for individuals, although if anything comes as emergency, we'll, of course, agree. We've been praying over the elections and declaring the Lord's will over that. But, but we're listening and learning to be uh, affected by the word. So Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. Very familiar, but I think it's, it's fresh again for this hour. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a branch of an almond tree. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. When the, when the father prepares to, to bring forth his word in fulfillment, which is in Christ fulfilled, he looks for those who will agree with him and receive the word being fulfilled before it's fulfilled, seeing what he's doing before he's done it, aware of the, the, what he's advancing in and agreeing with it. So he says, you've seen well, for I am ready to perform my word. Now, in Revelation, if you'll just consider this, because I believe what we're commissioning, and we'll do this on Sunday morning, anyone who was not here tonight, or could not be here because you're online, but you can't be present. We're going to do the anointing of the watchman so that there's, a, there's an impartation to those who are giving their position themselves as kings and priests before the Lord. Revelation chapter 1, verse 4. <clears throat> John to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace to you and peace from him who is and who was and who is to come and from the seven spirits who are before his throne. So God the Father, God the Spirit, grace and peace. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, the ruler over the kings of the earth, to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, so as a faithful witness, that means he witnessed the testimony that God the Father was giving him concerning his assignment, concerning the kingdom. And this firstborn from the dead, who is many, if there's a firstborn, there's a secondborn, a thirdborn to whom we're being born into that family. He made us kings and priests to his God and Father, to our God and Father. So he's made us this this redemption. I love the song we were singing, My Defender, the last song. If I was to name it for its, its sub subject, I would call it Redeemer. Because it's the, it's the essence of redemption. Redemption is for sons. It's for the collecting of us back into the fullness of inheritance, back into the fullness of our calling. So whether we're a prodigal running hard or whether we're weary in our well-doing, he's collecting and pulling and forgiving. And so it says he's redeemed us 
to kings and priests, to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Behold, he is coming with clouds. Every eye will see him, even those they who pierced him, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. So in between the faithful witness and in between his coming, he's building a kingdom of priests or a kingdom of, or, or, or a priesthood of kings. Revelation 5 Verse um, 8, Jesus, the Lamb, initiates the advancing of the, of the book of Revelation. He takes the scroll and begins to open the seals. But it says, when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures, the 24 elders, fall, fell down before the Lamb, having, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Our prayers are the only thing that I'm aware of besides also alms. Alms and prayers find a way into heaven. And they, they're, they're there. And so the bowls are the prayer of the saints, bowls of incense. Incense always reflects prayer. And they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll, that's the lamb, and open its seals, for you were slain, and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe, tongue, and people, and nation. So redemption out of the nations. And have made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on earth. So reigning on the earth as kings and priests, or kingdom of priests, or priesthood of kings, is every believer's inheritance. Every believer's position before the, before the Lord God. Now, some will advance more intentionally. Some may, you know, be called that full, their full vocation. Other, but everyone can begin to be a place that I receive what Father's saying, fulfilled in Jesus Christ, the word of God that's being, and I come into agreement. And as I agree with God, the Father, on concerning the Son, inside his promise, declaring he's able to do what he says, we start building this connection that on earth as it is in heaven. A lot of times we want this on earth as it is in heaven, but we lack the authority because we lack the word being the center of which our agreement's being for, faced or uh, built on. So can I show you last week's psalm, Isaiah, and then two that happened today before we just re release that anointing and then we can, we can grow up in our groups. It, first one was last week, Isaiah 52. The reason I think the re God made us kings and priests to reign with him is that you grow a whole lot faster than if you sit and listen to someone teach and that's all you then do is kind of go from there and try to make application. Because the discovery is in the spirit, with the word, with believers, Jesus in our midst. And all of a sudden, you start hearing the Lord speaking, and we, we've shared about that. That's the dynamic that cannot happen in alone prayer. You don't have Jesus in your midst, other than in the midst of you. He's inside of us, in our heart. But when he's three of us are together, or two of us, then he's in between us, in the space in between us. And he starts to manifest by revelation through the Word of God and the Spirit of God, truths that we are coming into, a way, into beholding. So in Isaiah 52, and I have to find it. I think it's in the middle of it. Um, listen to this. 
Does this, this is what I'm, I'm witnessing, because we're not just only growing in numbers, we're growing in unity, and not just unity of the Spirit, but we're in unity with agreement. Verse 7, Isaiah 52, 7, this came last week. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. Now, you can do that in the, in the spirit, in the, in, in, when you're disengaged from the limitations of the natural world that you're limited by and step into the unlimited world world of the unseen where the kingdom is from within agreeing with the eternal word of God moved by the eternal spirit of God and we speak when we speak we speak beyond the hearing of man we speak to the principalities and powers and the manifold wisdom of God begins to be proclaimed and that which is trying to rule in the second heaven illegally has to yield to the truth and the Christ and there, there begins an advancement and that's what you can feel it. And, you, and, and you, you become a part of it. No longer are we are the part of the, the problem looking for enhanced solutions. We're beginning to, we're the solution looking for problems. It just starts to move. And then look at this next verse. Your watchmen shall lift up their voices. With their voices they shall sing together. This is the joy and the rejoicing season. For they shall see eye to eye. Now you don't see eye to eye by gathering around a project because we'll all have a different way to approach the project because we're all gifted to use our gifting to approach the project in our gifting and then we might uh, we might disengage with each other because we are approaching the pro project differently. But when we see eye to eye the living word of God, when we when we're when we're together in a discovery mode where we're not trying to get someone to see something, we're all here listening to hear what God's saying and hearing God in each other in the word and we're praying. The, 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 the acceleration of revelation is just phenomenal besides intimacy. I think there's no greater place to build, grow intimacy in the body than in, inside of a, a, scent, a, a watch of time of prayer where we're not here for an agenda, we're here just to be, behold and to agree. So with their voices, they'll sing together, for they will see eye to eye when the Lord brings back Zion. And that's what he's collecting, his living body back unto himself. He's gathering up from the east, the west, the north, and the south. So break forth into joy and sing together, you waste places of Jerusalem. The transformation that we all long for. Pascal, this is for you. So catch it up if you're not, you're up in Santa Barbara tonight, I know, but this is for you. The waste places need to sing. You need to sing in the waste place before it comes together, before it transforms that you're longing for. Long Transformation is not from the effect it has on me, especially my soul, but it is how I begin to agree and accept God's word that I cannot produce and not perform. And the word of God then begins to take possession and that I must sing, I must pray. So the, so the praise precedes the transformation. The agreement with the word of God precedes the demonstration of the word of God in your, our lives. And when you're longing for, I, I, 
we're longing to go as far as the Spirit will take us, and none of us have yet to reach the, the, the furthest of Christ. The part Ephesians 3 talks about, the things of Jesus Christ that are for us to discover, but yet have never been reached. And you see, the presence of the Lord, the, the, the glory of God that just sits in our sanctuary is not, not because we're just, it's just it's growing and it's purposeful and it's not to just, you know, uh, for me, it's like, okay, I'm waiting and I don't want to assume upon you and I'm certainly glad to be surrounded and immersed in you and it keeps drawing me into the greater revelation of Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ is the fulfillment of every scripture in the Bible. Not one scripture in the Bible has not yet been fulfilled in Christ, even those that are yet to unfold in time. But they have been fulfilled. So when we begin to have these, you, you can exponentially move with God. And I believe that's where the church will grow so rapidly, not just in numbers, but in the maturity. A vision was given of, 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 a, of the church rising up in a maturity, but in beauty and in youth and in, in stature. And, and Delin was saying, Lord, what am I seeing? He says, you see, you're seeing Ephesians 4 being, coming into fruition. The unity of the spirit and, of, no, unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God into the perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And so that's what is happening and why it's, I think it's God's totally into growing us in this practice and taking advantage of, of this time we can have. So then it says, uh, rejoice the waste places. Then verse 10, and I'm, the Lord is made bare. No, 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 right where, you were, right where we were, please. Back to Isaiah 52, verse uh, 10. You had it. I saw it. It's coming. I, I will read it. The Lord has made bare his holy arm. You know what the holy arm of God is? Jesus Christ. He was the great intercessor. When he says, I couldn't find an intercessor, then I, I just made bare my arm and my own strength. It's the action of God entering into the situation, which is through the Lord Jesus Christ. So I've made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. We're not praying toward events that are currently in conflict. We are praying from the heavenly perspective of what heaven is advancing to bring into the earth in the shaking of all things as the kingdom is coming that cannot be shaken. So we're learning a language. That's why the scriptures become, uh, you, it's like my prayer book. I pray the scripture and I don't even have to try to define it. I just, or be, I just I'm ex receiving it. We're receiving it and we're receiving it. So here's, that's where, that's, the season we're entering into. A season of receiving beyond where we have the capacity to uh, perform, possess, promote, but we are receiving. Just letting God come in and say, how far can you believe with me? What if he was, you know, like Abraham. He calls him into the, the faith that gave him his righteousness. His first phase of his faith was that he received the promise 
And he said, I, I, I received the promise. I'll have stars will be as many of my children, the sand of the seashore. And then he comes into the covenant cutting. And while the covenant is cut, then he goes into a trance of vision. And he has a prophecy that extends 430 years. We, we, we're, we're not a people that are de- have to respond to the immediate problem in front of us. That's usually a decoy to get us distracted, to try to chase the tail and get, and get out of the situation. When in fact, God says, come up here. Let me show you where I'm going. And let me take you beyond where you are. So uh, today, can I show you just two scriptures? And then I want to just quickly, you know, as, as just, a, just an act of faith. Because we're, we're anointing with oil is, is, is imparting. It's another tangible way of releasing what we're talking about. But this comes in Isaiah, no, Psalm 46. This came up today a number of times. Psalm 46, uh, about the river that makes glad the city of our God. And that river, there is, a, there is a river whose stream shall make glad the city of our God. But it's about an immovable people who are in utter confidence because God is their refuge. And approaches us, it gives us this place of rest in multitudes of adversity. Beginning, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed. So again, I don't read that and think, ooh, that's kind of neat. I go, what? The, even at the level of the movement of the earth, and though the mountains be carried in the midst of the sea, and so I center in and go, okay, then that's the place that I'm going to be. God is my refuge. There, those waters roar, though there be troubled, the mountains shake. There is a river whose streams shall make glad in the city of a God. So in the midst of upheaval, there is a stream of life, the river of life, the river of life that wants to flow into we who are in the tabernacle. We are in that city of our God. And God is in the midst of her, and she shall not be moved. She shall be helped just at the break of dawn. So we begin to anticipate, oh, the Lord's going to do great things, and he's going to show off while he does it. He always likes to come in a dramatic way, just at the break of dawn. And rather than wringing our hands and worrying, we worship until the break of dawn. The nations raged, kingdoms were moved, they uttered his voice, the earth melted, the Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Come behold the works of the Lord who makes desolations in the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in two. He burns a chariot in fire. You can pause. You can say, well, that's God. He's speaking over North Korea and South Korea, over Russia and Ukraine, over China and Taiwan, throughout the earth, over Africa. He's speaking over in Nigeria. He's speaking over Kenya. He's speaking in, 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 in South Africa. He's just, that's his place of reign. Then he goes, be still and know I am God. That was twice... Last week that came up too. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. The last verse, and again, I don't, I, I don't use Wednesdays to teach except for this watchman time because I do want I want us to be hearing together and, and, and reaching out where God is calling us to reach to. But Isaiah 35, this kept coming, coming and coming. 
And I shared with the, the, after about the second or third time it was read, I said, you know, this was the first chap book, chapter that God ever gave me, probably in 1988. Yeah, probably in 1988, 89. He gave me this promise for us to be in the midst of. And it's a crazy chapter. We've, we've done conferences on it, but all of a sudden today it was like, here we go, next installment, get ready, another wave, another uh, ability of God to be seen. So the wilderness, the wasteland will be glad for them. The desert shall rejoice and blossom in rose. It shall blossom abundantly, rejoice even with joy and sing. Do you, are you getting it? We're going to have, it's a season of joy and singing. And you don't have to have a reason to sing or be joyful because we have all the reason to sing and be joyful. We have the Lord Jesus Christ, the strong arm of God, being made bare to, upon this land. Huh. The glory of Lebanon is given to it. The excellence of Carmel. So it's talking about something that's been wasted and destroyed coming into the beauty and the glory. Strengthen the weak hands. Make feeble the feeble. The, 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 make firm the feeble knees. So it's like re-engage. I'm hoping for more and more people, watchers that will say, you know, I want to come and just w watch with the Lord. I want to see what I will say when he reproves me. I want to see what he says so I can agree with him. And, they, and to those who are fearful hearted, be strong. Don't fear. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. He will come with re recompense. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. So God's actively coming and opening and unstopping. Then the lame leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb they sing and the waters burst forth in the wilderness and the streams in the desert. We're talking about total transformation of the opposite of where we've been circumstantially begins to yield to the coming of the Lord. The parched ground shall become a pool and the high and and it and land and the thirsty land springs of water and the habitation of jackals where each lay they'll become grass and reeds and rushes transformation pascal that's you begin in the place of agreement everything in the kingdom starts with agreement with god you cannot ask god to prove what he's already said because that's a testing factor you cannot ask God, why are you not happy helping me because you're not seeing anything? Because that's, again, uh, you, can, you can bring the heart, the soul complaint, but you have to end in agreement. Your word is truth. These are the true sayings of God. They shall be fulfilled at their appointed time. Otherwise, like Zechariah, you end up saying, well, how can I know this? Because I've got too many reasons not to be able to see this fulfillment because I'm old and... and, and uh, Elizabeth's old and the angel says you have to be mute and quiet because these words will be fulfilled in their time every word of God is a set time of fulfillment and will not return to God void so we're the people that are saying okay we're going to accept these truths and work from here with you so then he says a highway will be there and a road and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean will not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool shall not go astray. What a gap. Talk about prodigals. That's the redeemed of the Lord. No lion will be there. No shall any ravenous beast go upon it. No shall there be found. But the redeemed, the redeemed 
shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing with everlasting joy on his head. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Our being together for 12 hours and we're opening the door more and more. If you are off site and you cannot be here because you have other commitments, like Cammy's got our grandkids, it's we're going to find a way to, to, to lock you in with us and set, your, set aside the two hours. Set aside a watch. Maybe invite someone. Like Jan, you're up there in Santa Ynez. Why don't you gather one or two other people and say, well, will you watch with me for two hours as we wait upon the Lord? You, we, can, we can open up doors of Texas that can allow scriptures to be passed back and forth without having it being complicated by using microphones and YouTube. We can move the sound and grow the sound. So this is the season. It's... Because God's intent on bringing everlasting joy and gladness on our heads and uh, obtaining joy and gladness. And he, uh, sorrow and sighing are going to be running out of here. Running out of here. Just running out of here. Why are you running? I have no place to land. No one will listen to me. No one will agree with me. No one is allowing me to oppress them. I have no place. I'm being tormented by the joy and the gladness and the faith and the rising voice. And all that's happening because we're praying. We're not doing any nifty, grifty thing except the most important thing. We're kings and priests unto God listening and going, yeah. Yes, Dad. Yes. I am convinced this is the high calling of the believer on earth to reign with God here from heaven on earth, as it is in heaven on earth, by this practice and especially in these watches that build partnership and agreement. So praise Jesus. So if you will allow me, I'll come to you tonight. And everybody online, again, Sunday morning, we'll do this again. If everybody wants to be in the watches, who are part of the watch, we want to anoint you. I'll just come and put, put this on your head. I won't pour it on your head. <laughs> but, but, but let it be for you, the Holy Spirit coming upon you for the next season of watching and beholding and agreeing and waiting on the Lord. And then we'll, we'll break up for the last few minutes and be in small groups because I can start here. Becky, you are been holding a place of watching for all these years. The Lord says, now a new anointing, fresh and coming upon you to watch as you've never been before, to see what you've never seen, and to experience what's yet to be experienced in the body. Ali, you are here, the generation that's coming out of, out of captivity and into the sound. You will be in such joy and peace that no one will know what to do with you because the sorrow sign has already fled, but the joy and gladness is overwhelming you. Praise God. Larry, you are a man born out of due season. A Vietnam vet who saw death many times but never was, was spared it every time. But never knew of Jesus. Gave your life to Jesus. Filled with the Spirit. You come to a watch and now you are a man of great valor. That you're being raised up for this hour in Jesus' name. Deborah, you are uh, one who is being undone by the truth of God, allowing it to penetrate your, yourself and show you you inside of Christ and yield yourself to Christ. He's changing you. He's filling your heart of compassion, a part of him that he wants to fill the entire body with. Wow, 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 whoa. Whoa, Lord, you are a, a, a woman of 
of insight and perception and your agreement with God has great authority. You've gone out of the limitations of your own life and gone into the unlimited agreement with God and you're beginning to shift attitudes and altitudes. The Lord says, I'm changing the second heaven as you say yes to my words. Praise the Lord. Calvin, you are, wow. You have, you who returned to the Lord and have positioned yourself at the house of the Lord. He has anointed you now. Anointed you to make great, bold uh, agreements with his word. It's not a scripture in the Bible that he will whisper to you that you cannot proclaim on the housetop as coming true by God's grace and through his son. This is your hour to prophesy and to speak over changes that God is bringing in Jesus' name. Your music is a part of worship and your worship is a part of the watches. As you wash, worship in the worship watch, you are gaining a place of agreement. And God is using your violin, your guitar, and your heart to tune them into one. You will soon feel the agreement of God over your life because the word of God does not need to be believed, just received. And he's giving it to you, and it comes with its own faith, the faith of the Lord Jesus. Praise God. You have walked together. You've walked alongside. But the Lord says, I'm setting you apart for a new encounter with me. You are about to enter into your own deep work of my spirit. And my word's about to come alive in you in a way that you had not thought possible. But it is yours to engage in and to receive. Praise the Lord. Oh, blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm. The Lord is coming for his people. He's going to open a song in the night. And he's not going to cause there to be shame in the game. He's bringing a breakthrough and break anointings that are coming forth. Agreement, agreement. God is saying, agree with me. I'm doing more than you can see yet. Agree with me. Praise God. Lord, release. Oh. So the Lord would say, you agree with me. I am the ancient of days that has set a course that will before time according to the purpose of I, my will to be done. And I say, I'm bringing it forth. Agree with me. Your place before me is important to me. Agree with me. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. You've just started up out of the place of limitation. You've removed, been removed from being shut down, and now you're being lifted up to see high, to see what Jeremiah saw, that God is ready to prepare, perform his word, and he's going to create and release visions, visions into your spirit, visions into your imagination, and visions out of your hands and your directions, because God is ready to multiply what he's saying and doing Jesus name. Whoa. Peter. Oh, blessed of the Lord. Blessed of the Lord are you, Peter. Blessed are you of the Lord for first to see him, first to be agree with him, first to admit his, the being the Christ. You have been taught well. You have lost much. You have gained Christ in place of what you've lost. You hold a new anointing and a greater authority than you've ever held in your life. You're beginning to call forth things of change and the shifting to all of, uh, as 
as far as, as the sound of your voice will go, as far as your vision will carry. Because God has uh, uh, appointed you for this hour. And he's made you a high priest in his priestly ministry. One who agrees with the workings of Jesus Christ on the earth today. Praise the Lord. Oh, D. Alamajeto, you have come. Come. Come out of darkness into his glorious light. You've come out of mourning into his joy. He's anointed you with the oil of gladness more than, the, than your fellow companions up there with Jesus. He's hot, the highest anointing of the oil of gladness. But you're coming up there, and it's going to be of joy. And where there was mourning, there will be the oil of joy. Where there was heaviness, there is praise. And where there was ashes, there are beauty and where there was confusion there is a new inheritance and a rejoicing in your portion praise God oh Deanna you are you are whoa you are like a you are one of those who he can speak of volumes of promises and you record them and hold them in your heart and like Mary you and value them all until their fulfillment and the Lord says get ready because fulfillment is now about to go rapid it's about to go like crescending waters off of a waterfall you've been in a slow stream but now it's about to be a waterfall coming all down cascading down into fulfillment of God's word praise Jesus oh blessed be the Lord the Lord would say you are precious because you have prompt trusted and come into my glory and set yourself in my house. And I have many things I'm doing in you and with your children and among your family. You are blessed. And I'm calling you, to, as you are learning, sit at my feet and hear my words. Let them be for you what they are for me. Everything they mean to me, I mean them for you. So let me speak of you to you in my word. You are learning to hear my voice in my word. Whoa, praise you, Jesus. Here comes this next season. You have, you have held a place and you have learned the things of God and you have practiced the truths of the natural world and you have excelled in the, in the understanding of physics, engineering. But what I'm about to do as I started already with you is I'm carrying you now into the realm of the spirit, the unseen, what, what as in, what get, calls, calls together, gathers together, and holds together the seen world is the unseen. And I'm going to bring you into the knowing of me in the promises that I make in the words that I speak. So do not fear stay engaged I've set a watch for you to join and I've set a place for you to hold and I'm making a door opening that you will hold for me because I need your agreement I want your agreement I want you to reign with me on earth says the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord for you saw what was being said before it could be seen you peered into the darkness and saw my light begin to shine. You chose my words over your circumstances and refused to let your circumstances tell you who you were or where you would be. You brought me into your life through my living word. You valued my presence more than your own. And you gave me a place to dwell. And I have dwelt there well. But now I am about to multiply and increase and increase the place of your presence. I am about to, uh, 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 it's like administrating. You will see further, speak larger, and you will declare greater. And it will not be just bold 
braggadocious statements. It will be the word of God. God said, take hold of this. Now declare that. Speak over here and speak over there because this is the authority that's growing in him, in you, Eddie, in his word and in the midst of us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Oh, got three more. Thank you, guys. We're all doing something different tonight. <laughs> Helen, the Lord said, you took my word and made it. You ate it. It was like honey in your, in your, in your very, not just to your taste, but, but it has been at times bitter in your, in your stomach. But God says, oh, Pate, we will join together in council, and I will show you things that I'm doing. And I will have you prophesy and speak out what I'm doing. You're not limited by the world that you lived in. And you're unlimited in the unseen but by what I say. My word is rich and growing. It's time. It's time for the multiplication. It's time for the increase. It's time for the new sound. I'm bringing it now, says the Lord. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, oh, oh. Lord says, I... Hey, Cecilia, the Lord says, I love you. You've never let go of me, and you've never walked away, even though you've had hardships, losses. Instead of the losses and hardships hardening you, they brought you to me. And now I'm telling you that you've gained Christ, and you will see with your eyes and understand with your heart and hear with your ears that what you have gained is a place in me, to know me, the power of my resurrection, fellowship of my suffering. Oh, you will part. You will come into that place of attaining and of perfection and growth. So let my words now begin to become your prayer book because what I say I'm doing through you as you agree with me, says the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Richard, the Lord says, you take me at my word and you practice it in all ways. And I appreciate that and value that. And I honor you for that. And I'm about to enlarge both the dimensions, both of hearing me, seeing me, and following me. It's thickening. It's a thickening. It's thickening. It's thickening. I'm thickening. I'm getting thicker inside of you. Thicker, thicker, thicker inside of you. So, Lord, whoa. The greater, the greater anointings, the special miracles, the greater anointing, the special miracles coming out of this man, into this man, through this man, in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I, I'm going to... Oh, Dan, okay, yeah. And then I'll get the three of you after we close up. But come on. <laughs> it seems like there's more people that want to start praying. <laughs> like more people came. <laughs> We'll get the rest on Sunday. Whoa. Yes, Lord. There is not a limitation by your vocation and your position. I have placed you in my unlimited inheritance in Jesus. My son is your future. And he is your words you speak. And he is spirit is upon you. And I am bringing do not think, oh, well, where do I fit in this? No, no, you're uh, right, there in the, right there in the living stones. You're right there in agreement. You're right there in the priestly ministry that I've set you up as a king in. And so you will now uh, see with more confidence. I'm about to give you a tenfold experiential increase in my word. 
the word will come alive like a living movie and but not a movie it would almost be more you would describe it as virtual reality but not virtual reality it's eternal truth that you will be observing and seeing says the lord praise the name of jesus praise the name so can i say to my beloved family uh, I just smear this over. No, that'll mess up the camera. But, but receive the joy of the Lord. We're, we're in this, and the joy's moving, the spirit's moving. We're a part of a company. It's like a family, like a priesthood is a family. And we're stepping in, and we're just allowing God to influence and affect us. And we don't have to be, uh, we just have to say yes. We just have to be willing to agree. We have to be able to go beyond the circumstances that are restricting us. In fact, the restricting circumstances are actually the door of hope into the new identity and the breakthrough that God's called you to. So where you are, think about that, especially those of you that are uh, out of this region and can't be in here in the sanctuary. Consider starting a watch where you live. Gather one or two people. That's two or three. Then you're gathered together in the midst. We'll, we'll, we'll equip, we'll pray, we'll, we'll connect. You can be inside that and on Wednesdays from 6 to 6 because literally, how will the church come together? It's not through a committee and it's not going to be through great teaching. It's the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. It's the unity of the faith and the unity in the unity of the knowledge of the Christ into the maturity, into the fullness of the measure, the stature of Christ. So it's the word of God, the spirit of God finding residence in the body of Christ. And no longer are we trying to figure out where to go. We let the head lead us. We let the word declare to us and we let the spirit of God do the work. So bless you. And come out on Sunday because I'm going to get everybody else that didn't get anointed that's in the Watchman Ministries uh, and the family. I don't like ministry. Family. Priesthood. We're, we're just growing up into a sound because God is so pleased with us. Not because we've done anything great. The greatest thing I could ever do in my life is to accept his testimony of Jesus Christ. When I accept the word of God concerning his son, I please him. And when I seek him diligently, I please him even more because now my faith is active and he's rewarding and he's coming quickly and his reward is with him. So rejoice, let others know, step, grow up, grow into this and expect the miracles. Expect the miracles. You can do the same thing, Kathleen, in Santa Barbara. There's just unlimited places we can start collecting ourselves. These are the branches that are coming forth in Jesus' name. God bless you. Love you. Thank you, everybody. We'll talk to you Sunday. 